Welcome back to Off-Label Veterinary News, your source for commentary on animals, medicine, and practice life. If this is your first time, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you like this kind of content, you may also want to check out my weekly podcast, The Veterinary Viewfinder, as well as finding this type of content and others on the podcast, Off-Label Veterinary News. Let's jump in to the 2017 Pet Obesity Survey. Pet obesity steadily increases. In 2005, I established the Association for Pet Obesity Prevention, a nonprofit dedicated to measuring the prevalence of pet obesity in the United States and raising awareness about the dangers of pet obesity. Since 2007, we have conducted national pet obesity surveys every October. Unfortunately, every year we've seen a steady increase in the number of pets diagnosed as being overweight or obese in the United States. In 2017, 56% of US dogs were classified as overweight or obese by their veterinary professionals. That equals 36.4 as overweight or a BCS of six to seven and 19.6 were diagnosed with obesity. That equals over 50.2 million dogs in the United States that are overweight or obese. 60% of cats were classified as overweight or obese with 26.5 falling into the BCS of six to seven and 33.5% classified with obesity. That equals a staggering 56.5 million cats at risk for significant disease. What we've seen over the years is the gap between overweight and obese continues to expand. And this is most concerning because we know that pets diagnosed with obesity are at much greater risk for comorbidities such as diabetes, osteoarthritis, respiratory disorders, and high blood pressure, and even cancer. In addition to measuring the prevalence of pet obesity in the United States, we also survey pet owners and veterinary professionals about key nutritional topics. 58% of pet owners and 54% of veterinary professionals reported that they had tried to help their own pet lose weight. Low calorie pet foods and increased exercise were the most cited strategies for pet weight loss. When we ask what was the biggest challenge to exercising your dog, too busy was the most cited response, with 25% of pet owners and 43% of veterinary professionals stating they just didn't have enough time to properly exercise their dog. As we've seen year after year in these surveys, about half of the veterinary professionals stated they made a routine or maintenance diet recommendation to their clients. Interestingly, only 48% of the clients said their veterinarian recommended a routine pet food, and 15% said they had to ask in order to get a pet food recommendation. I think this is an important survey response because year after year we see that we somehow aren't connecting with clients when it comes to routine diet recommendations. I think that veterinary professionals should develop strategies to make sure that they are asking and recommending about routine pet foods during every visit. We asked pet owners and veterinary professionals if they thought that commercial pet foods had gotten better during the decade after the massive pet food recall. 63% of pet owners and 76% of veterinary professionals responded that pet food was better in 2017. We often hear a lot of confusion about people food is bad for pet so we ask, 65% of pet owners and 67% of veterinary professionals thought that people food was unhealthy for pets. 
This is an interesting question to me because I often recommend supplementing pet food diets with real wholesome nourishing foods as part of a weight loss program and giving crunchy vegetables as treats. What do you think off-labelers about this people food is unhealthy for pets? Where do we draw the line and where does the confusion begin? Once again, we ask if people thought that organic pet foods were healthier for their pets. 39% of pet owners said yes, organic pet foods are healthier, and 40% stated they didn't know, indicating a lot of confusion around what constitutes organic and is it or is it not actually healthier for our pets. I think the confusion around organic pet foods needs to be addressed by a profession more openly, and we need to have better answers and explanations for clients who seek better foods for their pets. Store-bought treats continue to be a hit with both pet owners and veterinary professionals, with 74% of each reporting that they gave their pet a store-bought treat. 33% of pet owners reported they gave a vitamin or nutritional supplement to their pet. This is important because oftentimes we aren't asking clients whether or not they're giving supplements that could potentially interfere with medications or treatments. In addition, clients who take the extra effort and actually give their pet a vitamin or supplement are probably very interested in nutrition and would love to hear more from their veterinary professional. For the past several years, we've seen online dietary recommendations gain favor with pet owners while decreasing in favorability amongst veterinary professionals. In our survey, pet owners now rank veterinarian and online dietary recommendations nearly neck and neck when it comes to trusted sources. When it comes to feeding pets dry versus canned foods, we see clear differences between dog and cat and pet owners and veterinary professionals. There also seems to be some confusion about whether or not canned foods are good for a pet's teeth. 35% of pet owners and 31% of veterinary professionals said they believe feeding a predominantly canned or moist food will damage your pet's teeth. And finally, what pet nutritional survey would be complete without asking about raw foods and grains? When asked if they thought raw diets are healthier for dogs and cats, 28% of pet owners, down from 35% in 2016, and 13% of veterinary professionals thought raw foods were healthier for dogs and cats. According to our survey, there seems to be increasing confusion among pet owners about the health benefits of raw diets, with 45% reporting they didn't know if raw diets were healthier, up from 35% in 2016. When asked if low or no grain diets were healthier for dogs, 46% of pet owners said yes, and only 21% of veterinary professionals agreed. It's important to point out that 43% of pet owners reported they didn't know if low or no grain diets were healthier for dogs, again indicating some confusion and some opportunities for education from veterinary professionals. Well, that's it for the 2017 Association for Pet Obesity Prevention U.S. Pet Survey results. I hope you've enjoyed this and learned something, but more importantly, I hope you see where we need to do a better job of educating the pet-owning public about pet nutrition. Until next time, keep living that off-label life. Bye.